0: You're listening to The Blizzard of Osborne by Michael Sheen Cuddy. First, we thank Rick Scott, aerospace engineer and Arizona amateur astronomer, for letting us reproduce his photograph of the pan Stars comet and crescent moon used to illustrate Chapter 15, A Desert So Cold. Cassie lifted the latch on the gate of Assam's stall. He stepped out and gave them each a grave look. Now, I know a way out of here, but I'm afraid you're not going to want to go along with it. What is it? I assume you will object. Well, try us. I assume it'll all be too much for y'all. Oh, stop playing games and just tell us. Well, one of my duties here is hauling garbage out to the landfill. Every night I take a load out. If you burrow beneath the trash, I can smuggle y'all out. No one ever looks inside the dumpster. If you can stand smelling garbage for an hour, I can get you out into the desert. That's outrageous! We'd suffocate in there, you ass! Sam bent down to a bale of hay and picked up a straw with his teeth. Y'all can breathe through one of these. It'll smell awful, but you'll be able to breathe in there. And unless you come up with a better idea, I'm afraid this is your only chance. (laughs) Let's see if I get this straight. You smuggle us out to the desert. Then what? How do we find our way out of the desert? I'll come back for y'all after I return the empty dumpster. Then I'll lead y'all across the desert. Hey, I'm used to dragging myself through the muck. What about you, Cassie? Will you be able to stand it? And what about Jet? Do we have a choice? Jet will be okay. She hunts mice in the compost all the time and doesn't mind the sting. Claiming you can do something is, of course, easier than actually having to do it. For Cassie, even worse than the smell, which was horrible, by the way, was the slime. To stay hidden, Assam told them to tunnel deep into the dumpster of rotting food, down into the rivulets of animal fat. Bristle and blood, down below the stomach-turning gore of fish guts and sheep oval. Sly didn't seem to mind as much as the others. He had curled up in such a tight coil, he seemed impervious to the rot around him. Not so for me, myself, and I. He whined so much, Cassie kept prodding him to be quiet in case one of the yard workers heard him as Assam hauled them away. After what felt like forever, me, myself, and I blurted, Oh, death by agony might not be so bad after all if it puts me out of my misery now. Luckily for him, that's just when the garbage cart stopped. Hey, y'all can come out now. Cassie, Jet Sly, and me, myself, and I climbed out of the dumpster. The desert air was cold but smelled fresh and was a great relief to breathe in. The second Cassie set her down, Jet started cleaning herself. Good grief! How can she lick that filth off? There's a water hole nearby where y'all can wash, but you're going to have to wait till morning because, well, you can't see scorpions in the dark now, can you? <laughs> oh dear, I knew I should have stayed up on that wall all by myself. Yeah, but look at all the fun you'd be missing out on. This is precisely the kind of fun I can do without. Thank you very much. Now listen here. I have to bring this garbage to the landfill now. After it's emptied, I'll meet you all back here. Then we'll start our real journey. Why don't we just start now? Because they're expecting the night delivery at the landfill. If it don't show up, they'll know something's wrong and then come looking for me. They're going to know there's something wrong tomorrow when you don't show up. Yeah, but that's tomorrow. By then, we'll be well into the desert. How can you be so sure they won't track us into the desert? Because I know how to lose them. Now, will you stop asking all these questions and let me do my job? Everyone just stay put till I come back. And don't even think about trying to find your way without me, because you ain't never going to make it. <laughs> After an hour huddled in the cold, Sly asked the questions the others were thinking, but hadn't asked. You think we can trust that ass? What if this is a setup? If someone wanted to turn us in, he could have saved himself a lot of trouble and done that back in the freight yard. Hmm... Who would have thought a desert could get so cold? As the night wore on, it got colder and colder. Finally, after hours, Assam came back. Finally, we were beginning to think you had abandoned us. Now, why would I do that? I want to see the Emperor as bad as y'all do. Cassie hadn't slept well. Between the cold air and the stench of garbage, she couldn't get comfortable. Me, myself, and I claimed he never slept a wink. The stink made him gag, though it didn't bother Sly. He said he was used to smelling pungent odors from the earth. And Jet? Well, Jet was a cat, so she could sleep anywhere, anytime she felt like it. When the sun rose, it shone a soft pink light on the gray rock. Everyone was eager to get going. Assam led them to the promised water hole. The water was black and still, but everyone, even me, myself, and I, was happy to wash off the smelly garbage. After they were all clean, Assam took them to a thicket of shrubs he called bellicor trees. The bellicor was a highly nutritious fruit. The juicy core lies within this tough, spiky shell. It looks like a chestnut. I never heard of no chestnut. All I know is you got to be very careful handling this shell. If the pointy spikes prick your skin, you'll get an itch that'll drive you mad. But if you handle it carefully by its stem alone and pull along this hair-like seam, the outer casing opens to reveal a sweet pink core. It's delicious. Tastes like a blend of watermelon and strawberry. Sly was the first to notice them. As he crawled along the rocky ground, he could feel the vibrations in his belly. He turned, stood up as high as he could, then told the others to look behind them. A dust cloud and a deep rumble were approaching. Empire Rail Service's security forces zooming in fast. You said you could help us escape. Well, we ain't caught yet, long as you do as I say. They looked at one another, not seeing a way out. Climb to the top of that ridge. Assam pointed to a rim of red rock rising from the flat ground around them. The ridge formed a U-shaped wall half-circling the area where they stood. Hurrying to the highest point on the ridge, Assam directed them to a rickety rope ladder made from mesquite branches and sawgrass. Cassie, hook the top rung around a boulder and throw the other end down to the base of the rock wall. Now everybody climb down there and wait for my signal. You expect me to climb down that rickety rope ladder? Shut up and just do it. Cassie picked up Jet and was about to climb down the ladder when she saw Sly struggling. Sly, wrap yourself around my neck. Don't squeeze too hard. Okay. When Cassie, Jack, Sly, and me, myself, and I were all down at the bottom of the rock wall, Assam used his teeth to pull the rope ladder back up. Hey! What's going on up there? Is this a trap? (laughs) Oh you'll see. Just then, the Empire Rail Service's security jeep thundered to a halt and a guard barked into a bullhorn. You are under arrest for trespassing on Empire Rail Service's property. You are now trapped in a box canyon surrounded on three sides by sheer rock. You cannot escape. We are coming in to seize you. We are heavily armed, so any attempt to resist will be met with deadly force. Oh, I knew we should have never listened to a jackass. The Jeep raced ahead for about 20 feet, then came to a dead stop. The front end pitched forward as the wheels began to sink. Its motor choked off. Quicksand! One of the guards in the back seat panicked and jumped out of the Jeep. No, don't! The driver shouted, but it was too late. The guard who jumped landed knee-deep in mucky sand, and couldn't free himself. (laughs) Assam kicked the rope ladder back down and told his new friends to climb up. We have to get away as fast as possible. Trust me, you don't want to be around to hear these guys as they sink. Next, every great journey presents different paths. When two choices both carry serious risks, which one do you choose?